0: This week on Bonus Barrel.
1: That's Digital Dan. I don't want to be Digital Dan. And then Dark Souls being, all, or, you know, the people way forward or whatever. No, I know you will someday, Shelby. I'm going to buy you one tomorrow. That's a lie. I don't know if I told you guys this story either, but I almost died in high school. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Bonus Barrel. Today is...
2: Shelby! Left. And
1: Oh, we're all together. Uh, no one's sleeping. No one's dead. I guess is the only real option. Uh, Man, dead's harsh. Yeah. Well, don't be dead. Nobody be dead. That's, that's how we that's break the, the news, to everyone. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> left show up to bonus Barrel today. He has passed away. Yeah. Yeah, no, one el- no one else knows yet, either. Like, your parents don't know yeah. that stuff yeah. that <laughs> happened on the show. They'll uh, only find like, out you know, when the
0: show comes out. <laughs>
1: It's a good seller. It's like we we do one of those previews, like next week on Bonus Barrel, someone dies, like it's a comic <laughs> thing, and it's like a big question, like all of our faces and question marks over, like who's who's dead, mm-hmm. and then everybody think it's a gimmick, but when they actually listen to it, you're actually dead, and yeah. like yeah, we're really oh, sad, no. left is dead. He was left for dead.
3: Oh, is you
4: that better, that Shelby. It yeah, does. yeah, but that but this it time works. worked. Yeah, this it worked. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> when I first said it, it didn't work. <laughs> all right, guys, I have a new segment. All right. A new Rob segment? beats a dead horse by bringing up things that anger him. So Rob And I'm going <laughs> No, they're all different segments. They're not the same. Okay. They're all different. <laughs> this one's about me. This is a specific segment, an ongoing one that we do. It's traditional. We do it all the time. Rob beats a dead horse by bringing up things that anger him. Digital, digital games. Games. So like, I was okay with digital only distribution. Digital only distributed games, I see their their value. Uh, I see that in a lot of ways they're superior in general to my beloved physical medium. They're more convenient. However, I came across a problem that exists and doesn't count for physical media, and that's games that get removed from the stores they're sold from. Case in point, excerpt from Wikipedia. On December 30th, 2014, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World of the Game and its DLC were delisted from the Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, possibly due to licensing expiring. This follows their earlier delistings of the video games UNO and Marvel vs. Capcom Origins. However, the game is technically still available should one find a download code only. Lame. And that's not the only one either. PT was another example. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants in Manhattan. Although the physical copies floating around, but that's been delisted. And that wasn't even out a full year. There's Outrun Arcade Online, Turtles in Time reshelled, and those are just a few. This is a big downside to digital-only media, and it makes me mad. Damn. that's my rant yeah that's uh... yeah right <laughs> right but you see some people are like "Oh, digital is the
0: best there's no, there's no problem but digital this
1: is not anybody in the show it's a generic person we'll call him uh digital dan. digital McLove. dan digital dan, <laughs> Di- dan. <laughs> this is digital dan hey guys you're
0: like Physical stuff? Oh, that's clutter. You're stupid. I only download my games.
1: And then, and then he's like,
0: I missed out on this game. I'll just download. Oh, no. No!
1: Because you can't download it. Oh my God. Because it's gone from the store. That's Digital Dan. I don't want to be Digital Dan. I want to (laughs) be, have both Harry. Because he has
3: both of them. So right. anyway, <laughs> well, like it, this, it kind of reminds me a little bit, and it's kind of funny how this kind of thing can happen. Do you guys remember? Like, a, it was a mobile game that was hugely popular for like a couple of months called Flappy Bird. Like yeah. two mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. years ago, or whatever it was. I remember um, that. It
4: had so Mario
3: assets. It was it was a really popular game, and it was very basic. Um, and then eventually, it got pulled off the App Store. And people were then selling their iPhones for like hundreds of dollars um, because it had Flappy installed on it. So it, it makes me kind of think that just like if anyone has like an Xbox with Scott Pilgrim downloaded on it, that thing could be worth a lot of money. (laughs) <laughs> it's the same with
1: pt honestly ps4s i think yeah, with pt go ex- for a little more
3: exactly so it's kind of funny how these digital games can become these collectible collectible digital games if you still have um uh the, the piece of hardware that has that digital game download to it so it's kind of funny how it it does turn digital games into these extremely rare gems uh that will pop up from time to time but they're probably you know <laughs> 10 times
1: rarer than the rarest cards so well yeah because cartridges are easier to keep going like yeah consoles break easier or they get reformatted or you know other reasons like that and some okay so pirates of course can often and probably do and should in this case rip the games from whatever network <laughs> get, get to work pirates them, yeah and save them on to uh i don't i don't download games really i certainly don't go to torrents and stuff but I, i've read that these that uh um that that games like this that are, are delisted there's a bunch of xbox games in the 2014-ish area, a whole bunch. I think there was like either between 1680 Xbox 360, uh, arcade stuff that or Xbox Live, whatever, that was removed. A whole sh- like a slew of games and a lot of, oh. and I guess some some people managed to back them all up, but that's not the a legal and therefore intentional way to get these games. So I still think the problem remains of like that's a thing that because like, because I'm joking when I say digital only is is terrible and stuff because I do see how it's superior in a lot of ways. But a thing like this bothers me. Like, It's always possible that if there's no physical media and these games get removed, then like Left just kind of implied, they're harder to find than even physical games that are no longer in print. And uh, I don't like that. I think that's a weakness of of digital-only distributed games um but you know but it, it's, it's, it can it's a allow minor you to grab. collect them which you love to do i don't want to right? collect consoles with games <laughs> on them i,
3: I do is, i do think this it's is my cool. this is my scott pilgrim xbox yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Just like draw like the put out the card on it and put it on top of the xbox <laughs> yes. i want i wanted the game too i wanted because i've played a little i played the demo of it years ago and i really i was like oh, i think i will download that and then i found out i couldn't and it made me angry
3: you know i always recommend that game like four years ago by a friend and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll check it out. I never did, and now I'm kind of regretting it. It could have been so. it
1: could have been an episode. We and I could have played it's a beat 'em up. So Man, I'd like beat 'em up. Could have played together. It has really good music. I think Animanagucci did stuff for that. That's they're like a chiptune band they're awesome. Well that's that's a crying shame then. It is a crying shame. I cry. Yeah, you know, not technically. I don't <laughs> cry. I've never I've never cried. Uh I don't even know what it's like to cry. I don't know what it's like to feel. But I'm sure that if I was able to I would have, yeah. and that would have been really sad. Shelby would have started crying because she would see me crying; it would break her heart. Because mm. I'm Shelby's hero, as uh, self proclaimed, but I'm definitely her can hero. You, can Sage, you confirm you that, Shelby? <laughs> yeah, please, what? Shelby, confirm it. No,
0: you just said it's self proclaimed. <laughs> you're a hero,
1: right, Shelby? No. Right?
4: No. Oh, you're my favorite.
1: Thanks, Shelby. Now, you know, like, like anything, uh, I don't think either one is perfect. I think that there's problems that they both have, and some do things other, which is why I never want to see either disappear. I am afraid that physical is, is going to eventually be gone, and that breaks my heart, but just like the manuals. But I do think that having it both as an option is the best. It is the best. I get news, but I talked a lot so far. Do You guys have any news first that you'd like to, to mention?
3: I got Dark Souls 3 and I'm playing. Oh, that. congratulations. And yeah. it's fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> um, I, I played the first one a while ago and then I, I skipped Dark Souls 2 and then I started playing Bloodborne. I got my PS4 and that was a lot of fun, but moving, moving back to Dark Souls, uh, from Bloodborne, it feels so good. And, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just like in so much ecstasy playing this game it's hard <laughs> like i've died many times but uh i i'm finding it a lot more the first the first dark souls game is very cryptic and stuff like that and i'm there's still enough of of that uh in the series but some some of the upgrades are a little more you know it's more exploratory like you need to look 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 rather than just like oh you need to be at this right place at this right time um so i'm really enjoying uh dark souls 3 a lot so far so it's a lot of fun that's cool. And I'm using a sweet katana weapon that I'm enjoying. Yeah. So right. it's fun. Yeah.
1: It's a good game. I like the uh the switch axe in Dark Souls three. And the um the Reach pole. Yeah oh boy. You thinking Monster the, Hunter or something? That's, <laughs> that no, it's it's definitely Dark Dark Souls. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, did you say I see that tweet that uh some, some rando tweeted? Uh, this is not meant to, the the Bash, the person who, who tweeted it originally, but someone was like, uh, you know, I, I feel like Nintendo took some notes from at Dark Souls. Oh, uh, for Zelda, and then Dark Souls being all, or you know, the people way forward or whatever being all classy and shit. <laughs> or like, I feel like Nintendo took some notes from. Or sorry, he said they said. Uh, I think we've all been taking notes from Nintendo Sensei for a long, long time. Yeah, and I like I classy, said way classy, as well. classy response. Did I say way forward? <laughs> yeah. No, I really meant from software. I did it again. I thought you oh, did it the... on purpose. No, I didn't. <laughs> No, the gates but, didn't open. Dude. But yeah, yeah,
3: yeah that uh, that was an interesting to one that that showed that to you too. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah? I know okay, about cool. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, maybe they didn't. The, the, the listener out there might not have heard.
3: Yeah, no, it was cool though. It was it was the Dark Souls people pretty much tipping their cap to Nintendo.
1: So you got to thank Nintendo for all, paving the way forward. You kind of have to in in all oh, regards, God, right? Bob. So what?
0: I heard what you did there.
1: <laughs> oh, that was a intentional I paved forward. <laughs> Wasn't, was not intentional. I, Mm -hmm. I, man, I'm on fire without trying to be, guys. Brutal. Did you know, Sagey knows, Splatoon 2 Test Fire, that's happening soon? Next week, I downloaded it last night on my Switchy. I'm really excited (laughs) to, to, uh, to, to try it out. I want to see how it feels on the, on the on um, the, the Switch. I, I, lo- I mean, I love the system. I'm I'm super enjoying it. I have lots of friends who want one now and can't get it, which is sad, and I'm hoping that some more get restocked soon. Which leads me to my next news, actually. Nintendo plans to double Switch production. Yeah. They want like 13 million this year, I guess. That's, that's ballsy, considering the Wii U barely sold 13 <laughs> over five years, but I'm hoping... The Switch is starting off strong, but I mean, the Wii U started off strong, too, so I really, if they can just keep the games coming out at a steady pace, I think that they can do well. It's a cool system. I like it. <laughs> right, guys? Mm-hmm. Well, Shelby and Left, I guess, don't care, because they don't have one. Not but yet. No, I know you will someday, Shelby. I'm going to buy you one tomorrow. That's a lie. Oh, I would, except they're sold everywhere. But I would have bought you one for sure, <laughs> as a way of saying thanks for me being your hero. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Super Bomberman R for switch is was, it rated R there's like super yeah it's like it's like it's bloody and and, and the sexies. bomber are naked yeah. the bomber men and women <laughs> the <bomber> bubanis <laughs> tatas are hanging out and <laughs> and uh, there's wang wars and the uh, bomber <laughs> men and bomber women are just going at it yeah <laughs> fuck what are we talking <laughs> about right instead now? of <laughs> instead of testicles it's two hanging bombs and for women instead of breasts it's two big bombs yeah. And they kind of smash each other, and you try to blow the other person up by, by getting their bomb genitals on Bomberman after Bom- dark. <laughs> R. <Arr>. I <laughs> <laughs> I had to get an adult to come with me to, pay- to buy it, too. Uh, it, it, it's in a plastic wrap on the shelf where it's cut off the part. You know where they you know, magazine stores where you can only see, like, the top of the title of, of the magazines. Well, you get to see Bomberman R, but you can't see the actual cover of it because it's behind an extra case. That's how I, how I picked it up. It's so profane. It's so good. Anyways, so Bomberman R came with mixed reviews, and uh, there's some issues. But there I guess there was an update. I downloaded it. But I haven't played it yet, the update. But uh, they released an update, which fixes some control issues, and uh, I guess the environment has been... Says so the controls in the online environment have been greatly reduced by a significant upgrade, and there are plans to release future updates to further improve online controls and enhance the overall online experience. And uh, they just—they made a whole bunch of adjusted adjustments and stuff, and and made it so it's running a lot better now. And it's good to see that they're you know taking care of their product still, and and that you know even though it's on the uh, inferior Switch, it's still getting <laughs> updated, and things are going well. And I'm happy so- about it.
3: You have played it, right? Like Bomberman. I Man have there. played.
1: It. I played the first world. Yeah.
3: So is it is it just like Bomberman? Like do you play like matchmaking games online? There there is, there like is online games. Or? I
1: haven't played in the online stuff yet. I actually saw a friend last night who was he was on playing, and I I w I once I'm done Zelda, I'll probably play through it for a bit. But yeah, you can. There's single player story mode. Little little animated cutscenes, and you go through the world, and there's a boss. It's pretty. It was pretty fun. And then I guess there's online stuff, but I haven't tried it yet. Although I, I do I do intend to give that a go. So, do, have you
3: have you played older Bomberman titles before? I've you're
1: tried on? the Super Nintendo one about eight, nine years ago, but I never haven't so, played much of them otherwise. So,
3: does it play like they do? Like, you're kind of on, like, this grid on a top yes. view, and you're just kind of kicking bombs around and yep. such? Yep, I think,
1: as far as I can tell, it plays just like all the other just major like okay. Bomberman, Bomberman games, which that's that, cool. I am pretty happy about. There was something about updates, or Bomberman. I can't remember now. Oh, well it may it might not have been important. Um shit, it's going to bother me now. Anyways, uh Blaster Master 0 is still awesome and yeah, Persona 5's out in a week which I'm super pumped for. And uh, these are just me just listing things. Oh, Zero Dawn Hor- Horizon Zero Dawn, a game that I also love. I guess sales passed 2.6 million and uh, which is pretty good. And this its first 2 weeks and uh pretty good. They're 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 pretty happy about it and it's cool because the somebody in the higher ups didn't think they were worried that a female character female lead couldn't carry the game. Uh they're afraid that people wouldn't like it as much, or whatever. But seems like she's it's doing well anyway, so maybe Despite we'll see more that. of that. Despite the the, <laughs> the handicap of playing as a grill. <laughs> like, you know, she's a constantly grill. she's a constantly stopping. Yeah. And she's talking about uh, like fem like hardcore feminism constantly in the game. <laughs> No, I'm. Tra- I was just thinking more. This- like I just like okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Like this is not how people actually think, but just imagine like a gamer and he's like, I don't want to play as a girl because like every it's like a day night cycle, right? And these these open world games, like, well, I don't want to have to stop playing at-, at the end of thirty days because my character <laughs> has to to rest because she has cramps. In this-
3: <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I was gonna make that joke, but then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna go there. And then I'm glad that you decided to go there. <laughs>
1: Well, I I hesitated, but then I thought, no, I'm gonna go for it. That's that's I'm not. I don't think that, but I'm saying like is, in these in this cartoonish world I've created, that's what they think. That's what these guys are afraid of. Like, I don't want to stop for that, and you have to yeah. get special equipment for it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? You understand, Shelby? You're my shield, so I can make that joke.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> we we have a girl on the
3: show,
4: so we can yeah. say this kind of stuff.
1: I don't think that the joke. It was me making fun of people who can't, uh, who who would think that, which is hopefully nobody. I'm sure some people probably. I'm sure
0: they hard. probably exist.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about uh, <laughs> women in games, Shelby?
0: I love them.
1: Me, me too. I, I, I and all this, joking aside, though, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see the issue. I don't know why anybody would care. I re- and I know some people do, and I, I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. unless it's a, a game where you're making your own character, I usually like to make. I usually play as dudes. If you're making an avatar, I, I don't know. I just I make. Usually, just make myself, except you know, not fat. And uh, but if if it's a story based one, I've I've never really cared if mm-hmm. if you're a girl, if you played as a girl or not. I usually like what female I, characters.
0: What I'm excited for is the next generation of like kids growing up who have these characters as like role models, or they look up mm-hmm. to them. Um, because like when I grew up, it was always. You know, and I didn't notice the trend, and you obviously don't notice the trend until you're older, about all the the male protagonists and stuff. But hopefully, uh, we'll start to see more stuff, like, uh, even, you know, young girls, but also young boys, like, maybe uh, they play as this character, and they start to look up to her, and they kind of... Because, you know, for you, Rob, let's say, you like Cloud Mm -hmm. a lot.
4: Yeah, Cloud's cool.
1: He's not a good character in terms of being a good person, but I like him. No,
0: but you grow up, and you, like you know have him as your favorite character and even people wait, wait. like goku
1: him like clouds a, a guy
0: oh my goodness <laughs>
1: Cloud. yeah no to keep going goku is very good i love goku
0: yeah but and in, in, you know when you grow up and you have these aspirations maybe not to like have the same powers for you uh, that might I be different should. because it's you but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but for people to grow up and to think you know i want to be like her you mm. know, and that's that's what I, I'm super super excited. about.
1: Well, you're saying that you you hope that like even got like, kids like like little Rob would say, I want to be like Aloy when yeah. I'm older. Yeah, that's cool. It's that's popular. Well, I mean, Aloy's badass. Adorable,
0: and you know, I I can't She's wait cool to shit. see more of that. And I like that it's doing well because that means more games with more female protagonists are going to come out, and more people will have these people to look up to.
1: I've always been pro option. Sorry, go ahead, left.
3: Well, it's, it's kind of funny that you bring that up because, because Jacqueline has, uh, three younger cousins, um, and the youngest one is a little boy named Cohen, and his mm-hmm. all-time favorite fictional character is Elsa from yes! Frozen. <laughs> uh, he dresses up as her. He absolutely That's loves awesome. her. And so he, he has this very like positive uh, female role models. And so anytime I go over there and they have a Wii U and we play Smash, we play Mario Kart, and he always gravitates towards the female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves playing as Rosalina, he loves playing as Peach, and stuff like Rosalina's that. Rosalina's the best. So it's, it's, so this is happening. Um, I'm mm-hmm. seeing it in a young child already. And it's for him, it started with Frozen. Um, so it's Do kind you feel of fun right you now.
1: <laughs> Not at Do all. Do you feel like your masculinity <laughs> is that question? Because of this? No,
3: I, 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 you know, uh, like Rob, like you know, if 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 you make a character, I'll probably always make a male character because mm-hmm. that's just it's just so what what makes sense yeah, for me. Feels, but yeah. at at the same time, in in World of Warcraft, my main character is a female. Um, so
1: so there you well, go. There you go. Uh, it happens. Sis, a weird thing happened to me when I was playing Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, just so you know which one, of course. Um. So okay. So I guess disclaimer. Like I don't have an issue with old tropes also existing. I don't mind. I personally don't mind the idea of a story where a guy goes out to set out to to save his his girlfriend. And I don't mind the reversal either. To be honest with you, um, I don't mind that trope. I don't think. I don't think it needs to disappear. Uh. But something that I noticed when I was playing the game, there was a flashback, and this is is not really any stories There's a flashback where Zelda is being attacked by like. I don't know, some sort of random enemy, and Link comes in and, and saves her, and a, a part of me stopped for a second, like, I, I think a part of me is almost a little disappointed that she needed the help, but there's nothing wrong, like, uh, but but just so you know, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with there being characters that aren't, that aren't physically strong, and they're strong in other ways, and some, they need, like, he's her bodyguard, so it makes sense that he would save her, and and again, I don't think that that needs to be disappear. but, but for a second, I was like, well, Zelda's I want to see Zelda to be a badass. I don't want her to necessarily need any sort of rescuing. So I have this like mental battle as, as a younger person. I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have even thought about it, but, but now I'm, I just kind of like, I kind of just want to see them, them being the other, the other being of course, women, Um, you know, protect themselves. I was making a joke at the end there, but, but I, I don't know. It's, it was weird. It was, I guess it's not me making any sort of stance. It was just a weird, thing that I noticed my brain thinking because you know, Link's been saving quote unquote saving Zelda for like the last 30 years I'm, I don't expect that necessarily to change but I, I just uh, I was a little I was she was just, was just extra weak I was kind of hoping she would have at least fought them off for a little bit and then he came in but she was just like ah, I can't do it that she oh and she totally was turned on when Link saved her you could see in her her face there was a lingering shot of her looking at him while he was kicking ass and I she she, <laughs> yeah, she liked it and that's that's cool <laughs> Anyways, good Zelda's game. Zelda's
3: badass too. Like in Hyrule Warriors, she's totally in Hyrule Warriors.
1: She's so. one of the better characters, I think. So wh- why it depends why on which Zelda. It? Yeah, there's, that's there's, the thing, there's right? so many incarnations. I
4: like there, her in well,
0: the Twilight Princess.
1: Yeah, she was, she was cool.
0: Yeah, because even though she only kind of shows up towards the end, she's not in it a whole lot or as much as Midna, anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, Midna's cool, too.
0: Yeah, Midna is also off.
1: You know, uh, someone made this. I read read this somewhere, or maybe someone made a comment, but it was a, it was a good point about Ocarina and how Zelda's a fucking badass as Sheikah, or mm-hmm. Sheik. Sheik and yeah. then when she's not Sheik she's just kind of weak again and you, she doesn't she doesn't break up the mood. Yeah, so i'm thinking the, the dress been... got in the way maybe <laughs> 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 couldn't, she can't couldn't do backflips
3: cuz she's wearing an elegant yeah, evening Yeah like
1: down. the dress is it's like in one of the movies so she has to like the rip the side of the dress so her legs can move <laughs> oh and she starts to flips <laughs>
4: Jesus show me yeah.
1: ankle I guess because that's it's too bad though because uh, she as she she was really badass and uh, yeah I don't know would have been cool I guess whatever I don't know I don't know how I feel about it. but it's like but links the hero of the story and yeah know. and that's why I'm okay with him ultimately being the hero I would happily play a game where you played a Zelda not the ones of Ganon Blob or whatever the game Gamelon for for Philip <laughs> G- <Gamma> Blob. <laughs> for uh, the <laughs> Philip I don't know if want to play that one but I I, I would love to play a a Zelda focused game. Uh, or or maybe maybe a reverse The Legend of Zelda where you actually play as Zelda? That would oh, be weird. The Legend
3: though. of Link, but you play as yeah, Zelda. Yeah, but you
1: play a Zelda and you have to save Link. Link, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't even need it to be a reversal like that where he she has to save him as some sort of like, oh <laughs> we This is it.
3: the actual legend
1: of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's something wouldn't it be a neat though where you play as a Zelda game where where it builds up to you like finding Link or awakening Link or or discovering the Link. But you play most of the game as Zelda. And maybe maybe in this game she's the one that finds the first master sword, and, and through magic or whatever she she actually is the one that signs it to to link every future link from there after. He's the one that he gets the, the sword as his like chosen weapon because she originally gives it to him that incarnation, and then I, that that'd be kind of cool. I would like to see like a, a dual character system where you can literally switch between the two and each having unique abilities. That'd be fun that'd instead be of fun. like uh what was it Phantom Hour? No, not Phantom Hourglass. Spirit Tracks. She like a stat. She I didn't play it. She's a Armor in that one, right? I've never played she, it. She, I think she possesses a suit of uh of armor, a phantom armor, and she you kind of play with her in that game. But she's like a ghost person. I know, <laughs> just play with her as as like you just said, like you you switch out maybe AI takes over the other one while you're playing, and you could just switch yeah. them. You can even or play you, two player. Yeah, we're blowing minds. Uh, uh, sorry, cj I'm sorry we've been been bullying the conversation. Do you have any comments on any of this stuff? Mm.
2: A similar thing happens in, in Wind Waker with,
1: with the character of Zelda. When
2: she's Tetra, she's really like mm, kind of bossy Tough. and she's assertive and confident. And when she discovers that she's in fact Princess Zelda, her whole personality changes a lot. In Spirit Tracks, you sort of control Zelda. But yeah, and because she's a spirit, she can possess uh like a Dark Knot uh, right. kind of um, armor. So yeah, that's... I think that is the extent. Well, and of course, uh, uh the 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 CDI version of of Zelda, <laughs> which I think I think Zelda's Adventure is called.
1: Yeah, it's like Wanda Is it one? Is it the w- Wands, one?
3: Wands of Gamelon? I believe is what I it's
1: think. Called. That's that one Ganaboob. No, there, there are
2: two. there's three Zelda games, right? And yeah, there's yeah, uh there's, yeah Wands of Gamelon, and the other one, and then there's one that is Zelda Adventure, I think, or something like that. I,
1: Game Boy, access information, C.I. name from <laughs> Zelda. We have, uh, let's see. We have Link, Faces of Evil, Zelda, Wand of Ganymon, Gamelon, and like Sadie said, Zelda's Adventure. There you go. So, not Wand of Gamelon. Okay, that's Zelda's that's Adventure. It's just, her adventure, not yeah. yours, Link. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Link. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. It be a lot of fun. And, and another thing is that we had some feedback. They've been saying that my voice has been coming from the left speaker a lot. I have a theory, and it's because I hold my phone sideways. So I guess my voice's sound waves are hitting the left speaker more than the right speaker or the microphone part of the phone so i'm holding it differently now so i hope that works
1: <laughs> but we'll find out
4: next uh, wait, week wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. oh
1: whoa 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 whoa! What?
0: uh what? no i just i wanted to, <laughs> to to say thank everybody on the cartridge club the forums on the bb yeah. part because lots of people leave really kind comments and feedback and stuff so wait, we have forum? Yeah, we have a we have a whole section. We do. In cartridge club. Yeah, yes we do. I,
2: I joined the <laughs> I actually joined the forums this week and I was reading through uh, Yeah, I saw that. I, I actually Wait, read we, we I read all of the comments and they left us yeah. some some suggestions. Yeah. Um somebody left left a suggestion for uh for a mobile game that we should play. So it's in I a, had no idea. It's on our schedule now. <laughs> someone's checking. So it's Sorry, on our schedule say, now. Um so we're gonna play it. Uh, I, I don't know when, but
1: probably yeah. soon. And that's awesome. I, I what else? Oh, wow! There's a like...
0: post for each episode on there. Jesus, it's pretty <laughs> diligent. Yeah, just go through <laughs> and read. Like I great. will now. I,
1: I didn't <laughs> even know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. A lot of people actually like we're, were <laughs> saying that. Not not a lot of people, but this happened on Twitter and on Discord and on the forums, saying that after listening to our last episode on Thomas was alone, uh, mm-hmm. they they're actually considering it now because a lot of people is like put off by the visual style of of the game. Yeah, but mm-hmm.
1: apparently we did a good job, you know, um recommending the game. So, yeah. It does it does it is a turn off if you just look at it. Uh I could absolutely understand why. Like even I was like when Shelby picked was like, "Oh, all right, well, this is not going to be too fun." <laughs> I just cuz you look at it and I, I thought like I heard good things about it, but I'm like I don't see it. <laughs> but when mm-hmm. you play it and you and you experience and feel it and and yeah. and then, you know, it's, it's becomes, uh, I, I understand. Obviously you've heard the next last You listen, Did you listen last week left? Yeah, I listened. Are you going to play Thomas with alone. Maybe, maybe. All right, that's <laughs> it, better it, than you know, me. I am
3: um, I'm, I'm interested. And we got you, a tweet
0: I can see from, you it. from creator sound.
1: Oh no. Well, uh, P1, the, in the marketing genius that he is, he tweeted, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, tw- he tweeted us at Mike Bithell, um, you know, just that you just say, Hey, these guys like the show. And he's like, Oh, he tweeted back. Oh, I hope. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it's it. Very
0: cool. Glad you enjoyed it. Smiley there face. Go. There was a smiley, smiley face. In
1: there. Oh, oh man,
3: that's you're in. Smiley yeah.
1: face. <laughs> we're ba- we're having lunch next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you to yeah. everybody over there because you're all. Of people. course. I didn't know. I wish someone would have told me about these forums. I would have been. I would have been active because that's really cool. if People were nice, but half mm-hmm. the BB Club keeps all the good stuff away from us. Apparently, no. I thought you know,
4: know
0: you guys joined the forums and stuff.
1: I'm or bad at checking things. I use Discord. I'm in Discord all the time. Okay. That's that's something. But that's cool. All right. Up next.
3: On the twentieth of March, it is the twentieth anniversary of Symphony of the Night. We thought it'd be fun um, to kind of do a Castlevania episode, and we also approached it differently because with the thing with Castlevania is that there's a lot of good Castlevania games, and there's a couple of poor ones. Um, so we thought we would we would divvy the load a little bit, so we'd each play uh, a few of the different Castlevania games and just kind of talk about our experiences and and see where the similarities are between some of these titles. Because um, I, I I played a lot of Castlevania games, so I played one that I've never played, and it was it was it was it was an experience, and uh, it, it's I can see how it leads up to uh, what is now the Metroidvania style, so it was kind of cool. Um, so I, I enjoyed playing it. Um, so everyone I'm sure is at least somewhat familiar with Castlevania, it's a pretty popular um game series. Um, Rob has valiantly decided to play the first Castlevania game. Um, yeah. so what we're going to do is we're going to start chron- chronologically, here, and we're going to oh. just kind of go through them that way. Um, so Rob, tell us. Your experiences and your journey through Castlevania 1.
1: Okay, so uh, really, I was really excited to play it because it's one of those games that uh, I was missing. So, very pumped to play it. Also, left... I mean, you've been humping the music for Castlevania for as long as I know you. And <laughs> not although you I've... Said. I've... <laughs> it's not I said I I humping. Said. <laughs> what do <did> you think... <laughs> No, I said it. That's what I meant. Uh, You've been air-humping Castlevania music (laughs) since I've known you, and I've heard it on and off, but never in context. I didn't play them, but uh, playing through it, most of the music in that game is really, really good. It's no Mega Man or anything like that. I don't know where you get that from. Uh, Or Little Nemo, or uh, all the other great. Life Force, Kid Icarus, Mario 3. Uh, I played on emulator, and uh, with with the uh, NES controller, so I got as best I could. So, my point being is I save states to continue levels because I, I don't I don't want to keep replaying stages over and over again and man just thinking about it though like this game playing this game do you have unlimited continues in this I didn't get a game yes. over yeah all right but you start at the beginning of the uh, of that stage area right uh,
3: uh, I think I you assume. might start at like the uh,
1: like the beginning of that section of, of after the, the boss.
3: screen kind of thing
1: yeah okay I, I saw like I saw you had lives so I assume that when you ran into lives you got a game over so I never yeah. let that happen. Anyways, I used save states. <laughs> and I only used save states at the beginning of a screen. So I, if I if I, if I fucked up the stage, then I would start from the beginning of this, of that screen area, of that state. Um, and I didn't save in the middle of any of the bosses, except for the end. I accidentally saved between the two phases of the Dracula fight. And that Dracula fight was brutal. And I don't know if me saving between the stages was a, was a good idea anyways, because I'd saved at a point where I was about to get hit by energy balls. So every time I had to reload, I had to jump them and what a, f- uh, what, a, what a hard fight. So I'll come back to that. So gameplay, the stages are, are pretty fun. I mean, it's kind of like it has you going through the castle, but there's not really any backtracking. But I, I guess each area is a few different stages. Like if you were to look at the game, if you were looking at it like a regular game with bosses, you would have stages, there's six stages, but the game counts multiple screens of stages. So, so there's actually, I think, 18 stages in, in total, but it, it's really more like six they're not very long. The game's not very long. Uh, it's just really difficult. Uh, some of the bosses are—they uh, weren't too hard. Really, it's the last boss that really fucked me up. The last. Oh, and there's a uh, one stage where you have to go through a long hallway, and the fucking Medusa heads are coming. And then you <laughs> have With uh,
3: the, the guy throwing the axes. The yeah, the phantom guys, axe yeah. guys.
1: That was so obnoxious. There's another right after that one too. You have to cross these jumping areas, and there's fucking owls that fly at you, and they push you back. I, re- I eventually realized I could just run, and I and every one of them just barely misses you. You don't have to do anything else; just run and jump. <laughs> so I got through that that stage part relatively clear. There's uh, a bunch of different weapons. I only like the boomerang and the throwing axes. Uh, the dagger sucked. Um, holy water can blow. Might as well be a, a water, a bottle of piss or something. It's so useless. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's use for it. I just didn't like it. I think I used it on one boss, like the first boss, maybe or the second boss, but I never used it since then it's shuriken or the boomerang boomerang whatever it's There's called a boomerang it's i think some people call it boomerang but to me it looked like a giant it's a cross that you throw and it comes back to you oh right right okay okay and when you the power up you can throw like three of them and that they was look awesome like windmill blades. they do <laughs> that's probably why i worked on a shuriken um yeah so anyways uh, for this 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 time frame it came out i think it was like 87 or something like that yeah. i think uh it's a it's a good game I really want to play number four, and I want to play Symphony of the Night. I don't think I'm going to play through the whole series, but I could see playing the greatest hits, which is kind of what we did for this episode in in a lot of ways. Uh, I I really want to try some of the 3D ones out at some point, too. But, yeah, uh, overall, great music. Graphics were good for its time, but, I don't know, it felt a little cheap uh, here and there. Knock off, knock back, and, like, just jumping. And if you you miss the stairs, there's ground on both sides and then stairs. But if you miss the stairs in a jump, you just fall right through and die that was mm-hmm. really annoying uh, mm-hmm. but yeah uh you know i would give this if i uh, out of one heart i would give this i would damage it i don't know half okay.
4: <laughs>
1: so yeah it's a good game but i'm sure there's better in the series maybe maybe not um, you don't think uh, you don't think <laughs> it's better in the series it's the Castle best one games. the
3: pinnacle i don't know it's it, it, the thing is 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 how different the games are So i played become. the
1: best one already no, I, I don't. Stop. I don't know if you
3: quite played the best <laughs> one, but it, it's it's subjective, right? It's very. I, I liked it overall.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was a it's a cool game, and I see why it's a lot of people's favorites. And you item. feel
3: good having finally beat the original Castlevania game, dude. Like I was the... so
1: mad last night. Like <laughs> yeah. I was. I, I remember uh, Megan was on the couch reading a book, and I feel bad for her because I was like. <laughs> and then I, and I was just like a slew of swear words constantly coming out every few seconds and, and just exasperated size And I was like slamming my, my hand, on my finger on the F4 key because that's the reload. And I would just be like cursing and I, I was like losing my cool. And I was like typing in chat. I wonder if I could bring it up because it'd be kind of funny to read some of the things I, <laughs> I said to you guys while playing it if it's still Upbring. Yeah, up. I
3: think you can't f-ing this f***ing, f-ing. It. i hate it you can't run under the short <laughs> jumps god damn it i hate it that was all from
1: rob <laughs> i think i even said some stuff on the cartridge club discord too i was so annoyed but yeah uh that being said i'm glad i played it glad i beat it and um feel good even though i used save states like a like a like a wuss like a like a, a little little punk still felt good you know, anything with
3: Stay states with with especially the first Castlevania game, it it, it doesn't feel like you're really going against the uh, the theme of the game because it's unlimited continues anyway. So you're just you're just kind of speeding the process up a little bit. So yeah,
1: I would say that I I cheated the last boss a bit, but it didn't feel like it because it was the hardest. thing <laughs> It is so game. hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, that's my experience with uh, okay. Castlevania. All right, so
3: next is actually me. So uh, the, the one Castlevania game that I've never really played but I've always been wanting to is Castlevania II, um, Simon's Quest. So this game itself is drastically different from the one you played, Rob. So the, in, in Spirit, it's the same thing. It's just a side-scroller game, um, but it has these RPG elements, and, and you level up as you play it as well. So it kind of has these, these elements of, of RPG games that, you know, I like, and I know Rob also would really enjoy. But you know, its execution leaves a little bit to be desired with the game itself, but it's and it's just it was so fucking weird. So it's it's extremely cryptic. So you basically just start off in town and then there's people wandering around and some of the quotes that these people say are absolutely hilarious. So I got a couple of them written down. So one of them says, Get a silk bag from the graveyard yep. duck to live longer. Sure, graveyard
1: um, duck. It's my yeah. favorite type of uh, fowl. Do
3: not look into the Death Star or you will die.
1: Darth Vader does not like that kind of stuff, so it <laughs> and makes
3: sense. A crooked trader is offering bum deals in this town. <laughs> Laurels in your soup enhances its aroma. So these are the, the riveting mean? tales of townspeople in Castlevania II. Um Apparently, some of these are supposed to be clues, uh, oh. but. I could not figure out for the life of me how these related to the game. Even after I did some of the stuff they were mentioning with like the laurels, I, I don't know where the soup came into play. But um, so, hey, Lef, I-, yep. I
1: have a question for you. You go ahead. When would you say it's a terrible time to have a curse? <laughs> at w- at uh, what time of day would you say <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: usually usually right at nighttime yeah okay that's cool <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um and that that's the other thing with this game is that it just randomly switches from night to day and the transition takes about 10 seconds so <laughs> it's, it's like load it, times <laughs> yeah pretty pretty much load time for a game that doesn't normally have load times uh yeah. so that, that was definitely annoying um but the thing with this game is that, so my first experience, I started playing it, and then I'm just like, I'm just going to play this like I did Castlevania 1, and I'm just going to keep going to the right, which is what yeah. you do in these games. That makes so sense. That's, that's what I was doing, and then eventually I just got extremely lost because every screen looked really similar, and the towns looked the same, and I was having a hard time being like, am I back in the same town, or where, where the hell am I? So I got extremely lost, and then I had to, and it was hard, like whenever the night comes, enemies take twice as much To kill them, um, and they do twice as much damage. So anytime it was nighttime, I was just like hiding in a town waiting for the daytime. So it was just, it was, uh, it was a test of your patience, really, is what this game was doing to me. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. I want to actually play through this game. So I was kind of looking through a walkthrough, and the walkthrough had me farm hearts, which are currency in this game. Um, So I farmed hearts to buy a thorn whip, and then I farmed hearts to buy the chain whip. And that was kind of a big mistake, because as soon as you get that chain whip, everything dies immediately. Um, so the game went from being really hard to way too easy. Um, so that, that was how that kind of worked out. But anyway, so I, I was progressing through the game. Um, I made it to the first castle or dungeon, whatever you want to call it and the these the castles are just as cryptic as the rest of the fucking game um, there's always and every so the the goal is to get to the end and throughout the the castle you need to purchase there's there's a cloaked man in the castle you need to buy wooden stake from him for 50 hearts and then you have to shove the oak stake in an orb and then you get a piece of dracula and then that's the end um and the problem was <laughs> is that if you died in the castle, or if if you died three times and you lost your your, and you had to continue, you lose all your hearts. So right. not only was I farming for hearts outside of the castles to buy weapon upgrades, but I was now farming. En- <laughs> but uh, I, I was like now farming uh, enemies in the castle so I could buy the stake uh, so I could finish it. So it it was just like it was it was farming hearts, farming hearts. That's all this game was. Um, and it was not a challenge, and the most disappointing part to me is I did the first three castles in this game, only the third castle had a boss, the first two castles had no bosses, you just walk right into the end room, and then you stake an orb, and then it's like, hey, good job, now you can leave. Um, And then the boss I did fight, you can just walk right past him if you choose to, and the weird part too is that he respawns, like what boss ever respawns in a video game? Um, so it was weird. Like, the whole game was just so strange and, you know, having to throw holy water. Basically, you're, you're walking in those holes, but you don't know where the holes are. So you're whipping your holy water around, trying to find out where the holes in the ground are. The one yeah. nice thing to do is that you don't have, uh, like, in Castlevania 1, you use uh, you have ammunition based on how many hearts you have. Yes. Uh, but Confusing Castle- system. Yeah, it is because hearts you think are health, but yeah, it's um, it,
1: that was confusing at first.
3: And and they switch hearts to just straight up currency in in the second one. But you good. at least have unlimited uses of your weapons for the most oh, part. Oh, that's nice. So th- that's cool. Um, and you uh, you use Dracula's rib as a shield. Um, I don't understand why, but I picked up his rib, and then all of a sudden Simon was rocking a shield. So that huh. was that. And also, I love the music to this game. It is really really good. It's really enjoyable. The problem with it is that there's only four tracks. There's oh, God. A, a town track, a nighttime yeah. track, a daytime track, and a castle track. How long and is you, it? Is the game? How long the game itself is, like, yeah. about 10 hours. That's too long for
1: four tracks, I have it, to say.
3: It, that's the thing. Well, like, there, there, you can get through it quick enough, you know, but someone who's never played it before, it's going to take probably, what, 7 to 10 hours from what I can gather. Did you um, beat it? No, no, I just got through the first three castles. I, I beat a boss and then I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And
1: (laughs) you've experienced all you need to of that. Pretty
3: much. And it's from what I could tell, it's just a pretty much a repeat of that. But I did have to go through the process of, you know, I had to get the, the blue crystal and then crouch by a lake that revealed more. And it's like these weird cryptic nonsense things that you have to do. But like I was using a walkthrough, but I can totally understand how this game would get so confusing as a child in 1987. So.
1: Oh man, can you imagine Damn. some of these games? I don't know how kids like. I always wonder where, uh, the information pre-internet came from. That it would spread around schools and stuff. How you would get through these insane magazines. Areas of notes. I magazines. mean, that must. It's the only thing you could have had. And one lucky yeah. kid get the magazine and it became like a game of telephone. And, that, and then you, you could eventually. <laughs> that's how you could bring Aerith back in FF Seven. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so
3: my time playing the game was was fun. I enjoyed it. It was kind of this fun experience, but uh it's definitely not as much fun as Castlevania 1 and it's not as much fun as other Castlevania games either um it, it, like it's it's definitely a a mix of RPG and side scrolling but yeah it it fails miserably uh would in it say, it's RPG elements
1: would it say it costs you castle pain yeah to play
3: a little bit a little bit <laughs> um so out of one heart damage i guess that's how we're going to do this is, oh yeah i guess uh, so <laughs> um uh, I'm going to go three-quarters damage Whoa. on Castlevania oh, 2. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> okay. So uh, up next now is going to be Shelby, because Shelby has played. We skipped three uh, for three, some man. reason, even though it's a great game. Um, and, Rob, I just want to say, if you think yep. the boss in Castlevania 1 is hard, try boss the last boss in Castlevania 3.
1: He's cool, ten times right harder. It. I'll
3: get, right <laughs> get right on that. Uh, so now, <laughs> Shelby, tell us about Castlevania 4 for the superintendent.
4: So
0: uh, it was the first couple of stages because I think you just start out like in a courtyard type thing because you're outside of a castle or something. Also, the game kind of summarizes what happens, like the story so far, I guess, so that every hundred years Dracula comes back, blah, blah, Belmont family kills him. Uh, anyway, well, you see this at the beginning of the game. It's not a really huge <laughs> I'm just teasing. Deal. I haven't played four
1: yet, so I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Keep going.
0: I'm pretty sure it says the same in Symphony of the Night too, doesn't it? At the beginning. I, don't
1: know. I haven't
4: played anyway. it. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> I'll destroy you. Um. <laughs> anyway, the first couple of stages are not too horrible. They're not hard. Um. I definitely got killed a lot more by the environment than I did the enemies. Um. And it was mostly for shit like falling through stairs good um
3: the belmont's then, biggest weakness is stairs i'm telling you yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
0: also i don't i don't think there's like a currency type system in this one either uh at least not as far as i got anyway like i didn't have to uh like anytime i died and i respawned like i had a crappy whip again because you start out with the chain one but if you just like hit a candlestick and then the chain whip comes out and then you get upgraded automatically so um, yeah, and I had the same kind of throwing weapons. I had, like, the weird windmill blade shuriken-type thingy. Uh, you get a pocket watch that can stop time for a little bit, which, uh, was super handy, uh, in stage 3. For me, anyway. Uh, I don't know, you get knives and stuff. <laughs> I actually had to spend a lot of time figuring out, like, even all the controls and shit, too, just because I mapped it to my, uh, 360 controller. But anyway, uh, and then... Yeah, so first two stages courtyard, and then you get kind of like a graveyard forest thing, where these like invisible leaf people, like like they're covered in leaves but they're invisible, so you, you can kind of see them, not really. And they're also like green on green, so that made it even more difficult. But they were kind of spooky. Uh, and then I'm stage scared. three, uh, for me, was where it got like a lot harder. There uh, was a, a huge jump in difficulty. I didn't use any save states either, by the way. You're I didn't school password
4: bullshit. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's some dedication. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I actually uh, did not write down the password for uh, stage four yesterday when I was done, so I had to go do everything again today to save. I it. like to
1: make make a note. This is Super Nintendo era. It's, it's kind of shitty. You need passwords at all.
3: Yeah, it yeah. wasn't uncommon. Like Mega Man X used them too.
1: Mm-hmm. But. Gross.
0: But yeah, so this stage you're kind of like underground. Mm. Uh, and that because I think each stage is split into three different kind of rooms, I guess. So the first room is not hard. And then the second one, you're kind of like uh, going up this really like long climb with platforms and stuff. Um, and where it got difficult was when I would be on a platform and I could see, like all the land next to me and stuff, I would jump up and the whole level would move up and it was almost like it, the game despawned everything below it. So if you fell, you died, even though you know for oh, fact there's yeah. fucking land under there. Yeah, I hate so, that. shit. <laughs> there was once that I, like, I got really, really pissed off, uh, was when it was a situation like that where I had jumped up and I jumped to the next platform, um, And then there was, like, a, I don't know, I think it was, like, a bat or something that was flying. And I just jumped over it, like, whatever. Uh, But because I had jumped up, it erased the platforms and shit. Uh, So I I guess you're supposed to jump to the next one. But anyway, as soon as I jumped up, everything below me disappeared. Uh, And so I just fucking fell and died. And I was like, well, that's bullshit and extremely cheap. Because I didn't know that the whole level was going to move up and that I wasn't going to have anything to land on. You know? So it was just, like, basically all the way up that stage was just the same fucking bullshit over and over again. Land disappears and it's just like, oh, it's so fucking frustrating.
1: You set upset. Um
0: it was hard, then <laughs> Uh anyway, I, I believe then, I believe you. Yeah, and then stage four was was pretty neat. There's a crazy fucking boss, is like this weird skull dude who it looked honest to God uh he has like uh, I don't know, like a tongue made out of like hot dogs or some shit, and also they <laughs> rain from the <laughs> ceiling, and that's what I thought they were. I was like, what the hell is happening? Because they were coming down from the <laughs> ceiling too, so I was really confused. Uh, yeah, huh. and then I think after was the room. Anyway, after that, you get to this room where you have to keep running forward because the land behind you or the platforms behind you are falling. Uh, so you have to keep running forward, and then in the background, the whole stage is just spinning. It's like you're you stuck like that, inside of a right? fucking cylinder. No, it was horrible. <laughs> I got so like I could feel my eyes start to kind of hurt a little bit, and I could feel myself getting nauseous because that kind of shit makes me motion sick. So as this was happening, I was like, I can't do this anymore, and that's where I stopped. <laughs> huh. The end yeah. of
4: Shelby's journey. Well, I, I all took was a room.
0: Continue, but I'll have to get used to it because uh, it Takes was like that for when I played. Play. Uh, yeah. It was like that for when I played Portal. Um,
1: oh, yeah, cause that's a loopy game. I like to play that in VR, actually.
0: Oh, I don't know. God, I puke everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I... It's really, really fun, that's the thing, is that I found myself, every time I died, I was like, I had to fucking beat this stage. And yeah, it was just, it was fun to continue. And there's 11 stages, and I'm only on the fourth one, so that's gonna... Probably, I'm concerned, but... Because you had a shitty time. With your last boss, and concerned about my last boss, so
1: yeah. Whip out those states, man. <laughs>
4: whip them <Anyway>. good. <laughs>
0: um, I, the music was pretty cool too. I like that it. it's so far anyway. The music in the fourth stage is pretty good. Um Which is like you're in a weird big castle place, but uh anyway. So I don't. I don't know. I guess I damaged it now.
1: Yes, one heart. One heart's worth of damage.
0: Uh I'm gonna go half so far because okay. like uh you had mentioned there's some points that feel kind of cheap uh there were these monsters that they kind of shoot spit like across the screen or whatever and uh anyway they they kept oh i understand i did not like it
2: cool
3: yeah cool so in in i think i think kind of shelby sums up how I feel about Castlevania and how I think a lot of people feel about it is that it's, it's hard but when you die you're like I can so do this um, so you keep continuing and continuing and continuing and then until eventually you do it and then you tell yourself Yes, I knew I could do it. So that that's kind of like how, how yes! like I feel when I play Castlevania. Um, so now let's wrap it all up here with our good friend Seiji, who did play the the big game Symphony of the Night for its anniversary. So Seiji, tell us a little bit about your experiences in Symphony of the Night.
2: Yeah, so I really wanted to play this game because it's a very famous game and. My favorite game of all time is in the genre of the so-called Metroidvania games. I really never played a Metroid game, and Castlevania games I've played, I played the first one, not beat it, but i played it, and I'm very familiar also with the Super Nintendo version, and those are games that I like for very different reasons. The, the vania part of the metroidvania formula comes with symphony of the night as far as I'm concerned I played NB in and my favorite Castlevania is Order of Ecclesia which is really the only one that, that fits into that model so I was very interested in playing so when I saw that it was the 20th anniversary uh, of this game this week I was really excited I said that is a perfect opportunity to, to actually play it and so I played it and before going into my experience with the game I would like to say that I know that I'm definitely a super, extremely slow player because you can finish the game in eight hours. And I played this game for at least four hours this week and I'm nowhere near the end of this game, like nowhere near the <laughs> point of the game. Uh, and I know this because I was looking at Let's Plays and they get to where I'm at and even a little bit further and with more
1: gear, like in the first 40 minutes right so (laughs) sorry your set your setup for the game is very very unique right you you're playing it on your phone but with an xbox controller is
2: that correct (laughs) so i started playing on on the phone on an emulator and i was playing with on-screen controls and thomas was long was fine and brothers was fine because those games are not twitchy you don't you don't Mm. require a lot of precision in in quickness of reaction but this game you jump and you can make the jumps, but there's stuff flying around and there's there's uh, a lot of the combat requires you to be, you know, quite fast with your reaction quite quick. You have to press buttons and you have to press combinations. You have to jump and hit. And when a game requires that, you cannot play with, with on-screen controllers. It's, I mean, I could do it, but I was struggling a whole lot. I got to the first boss and I just couldn't beat it. I think I did beat it, but using like save states, like I I would hit and save the state and then I'll hit again and save the state and I'll hit again. (laughs) uh, I started playing, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. And then after I got to that point, because it was taking me so, so long to play, I actually ordered (laughs) a cable so I could plug my my Xbox controller to my phone. (laughs) So I actually didn't start playing it fully this is what what i really started enjoying and progressing through the game until thursday when i got the cable so yeah my setup was a little bit cumbersome but again it allows me to play during my commuting times and during lunch breaks and stuff like that so i can actually play the game
1: but anyway I think getting the controller makes a big difference, man. Like, I I was definitely teasing about uh, playing these on cell phones because of the the lack of control. But if you're able to hook a controller up with it, then basically you have a smaller switch in uh, tablet mode, basically. (laughs) I wouldn't say it makes a difference. I would say it makes it playable, you know, because (laughs) this,
2: this game allows you to play really fast. And this is something that I loved about this game, you know, that it has, like, good controls. But you need to know what you're pressing, and you need that tactile feedback, right? That only controllers or buttons and stuff like that gives you. Before going into fully into Symphony of the Night, and by researching this game, I think that we need to m- to mention Rondo of Blood because that is like the missing link before Castlevania became this different kind of genre completely from from the Castlevanias that you guys you guys played because it's it's geared towards. Exploration, like very heavily into explorations, backtracking, collecting gear, leveling up, things like that. That I don't remember being present on the original Castlevania for And the one game that makes that transition possible, I think, is Rondo of Blood, which is a game that actually never got released in North America. Well, it did. oh, we did
1: get it. It we, yeah,
2: we did, but years later, right? Uh, through, yeah, on
1: PSP. No, through the Wii, I think it came on. It came on the PSP. There's actually a physical cart that you can get. There, there are uh, versions
2: right of it yeah. like Dracula X yeah. on the Super Nintendo sub version but it's not yeah. like the full version as far as i'm concerned like there's been a, a lot of versions of Rondo Blood but the the original Rondo Blood only came out in Japan and on the mm-hmm. Wii eShop or something like that
1: Oh yeah like the not like, because the PSP one came out before the eShop but it was like in like a remastered uh, 3D 2 or 2. 2.5D game oh, uh, okay. that they kind of Readed the graphics because I remember that being a big deal about it coming out because I I'd, I'd not played those games but I remember like in magazines and stuff talking about how like we never got this game but it's coming out on PSP and I, I don't think I, I still don't have it actually I'd like to pick that up but yeah anyways it, you're right though it, it was a missing link so to speak for a long time
2: yeah because Rondo of Blood I think it's it has that non-linear progression I think that it has branching paths and and, and stuff like that which is definitely a huge influence on Symphony of the Night and and not only that. But Symphony of the, of the Night starts with a piece of Rondo of Blood, I think, with the with the last part of it. Well, and, and another thing that that I want to mention is that this is a PlayStation game. So, well, Rondo of Blood was released for the PC Engine CD. So they had CD. So they, I, they, they were able to include much larger content. And one thing that they do with Symphony of the Night is that it has, like, little movies and 3D graphics and also uh, voice acting. I like actual voice acting. And this is one of the big things of, of Symphony of the Night. And probably the biggest and most um, famous quote of it is It's right at the beginning. It's not even Symphony of the Night yet. It's, it's, it's still kind of like Rondo Blood. And I want to share this video so maybe we can react a little bit. I'll send you this link.
3: Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. <laughs> it was not by my hand that I'm once again given
4: flesh.
3: I was called here by humans (laughs) who wish to pay me tribute. Tribute? You steal men's souls and make them your slaves. Perhaps the same could be said of all religions. Your words are as empty as your soul. Mankind ill needs a savior such as you. What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. <laughs> but enough talk. How about you? Obviously, that that beginning is very infamous. How horribly it's voice acted.
2: Yeah, but the miserable pile of secrets
3: thing is. just <laughs> yeah. it, 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 Every time it's, it's so good. So, what is up, man? <laughs>
0: I was supposed to play 4 starting out originally, and then I thought, because I had asked you at d which one I was supposed to play, and you said 4, but I think we, something about it being the anniversary of Symphony of the Night, so I don't know why that registered in my brain, play Symphony of the Night. So I actually got that one first, <laughs> and uh, I started playing that one on an emulator, and I got about as far as when Death is like, fuck you, why are you making friends with humans, and he takes all your shit. Uh, uh, rude. Yeah, and then I figured out I couldn't uh, save properly, and then also that I was supposed <laughs> to be playing number four. So I went to number <laughs> four instead. But I will say though, <laughs> the music for Castlevania Symphony of the Night is awesome, and I was listening to it at work uh, yesterday. But Keep yeah, going. it was uh, super great. And also, uh, Alucard's uh, animations are really fancy, and I love his like hair flippies and his like his cape flips and shit. <laughs> oh, they're they're so good. They look so nice. <laughs> Um, I, I will say one thing. I didn't like killing giant puppies, though.
4: oh, nice. Yeah, I you got
0: to kill these like, huge werewolves. Uh, they're
3: werewolves. They're not puppies. They're
0: puppies. Oh, wait. Okay, they're were puppies. they
1: puppies or werewolves?
3: They're, they're werewolves. Oh. They're bigger than Alucard. They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. But do they but look but like still. dogs, though? Do they look like, yeah, they like, they like Clifford? Not
1: Clifford. <laughs> Clifford, yeah, definitely. 100%. <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys the story either, but I almost died in high school uh, <laughs> because I was just chilling out one day and I had taken the day out. I eaten t- I used to work at KFC as a kid and I had this day old Twister in the fridge and I ate it the next day and I, what happened is I started getting like terrible side pain and I thought it was because I had food poisoning from this this old ass Twister I mean it's not even old it's like a day later but I, I'm a paranoid person so I was like oh shit do I have some sort of like death disease and I, I was like I remember laying on the floor. Uh, my friend drove over and like man you look like shit we're gonna go and he left and I was on the floor for like an hour just laying there and then eventually I was just talking to a friend and she was like you know it sounds like you might have something with your appendix you probably should get that checked I was like maybe she's right so I went and got it checked and it was my appendix it was gonna burst and uh so I was in the hospital and I, a couple of days later my friend brought in this this is back in the day when mp3s were, you didn't have mp3 players you would burn the cd back in my day it's like a mixtape but on, on, uh, on cd because uh, no one knows what I'm talking about, right? Shelby doesn't. Anyway, so they brought in uh, he brought he brought in the uh, Burn City, and it was all uh, Symphony of the Night music. And I'd not played the game, but I, I would listen to the music quite a bit, and uh, I remember enjoying it. But I didn't have that connection uh, of of the gameplay with it. And I still don't, which I need to rectify someday. But I, I always remember him bringing that CD with that music on it while I was uh, hospitalized, missing a part of my body.
2: So the game starts and it's, I think, undoubtedly awesome, right? It's, I don't know, it pumps you up, uh, you're super hyper-powerful, you're invincible, basically, and you get to beat Dracula the first five minutes of the game, so pretty cool. And then the game actually goes into the actual game, so uh, you see Alucard like, running through this forest, and, and the same thing, right? So Alucard is like one-hit one KOing everything. It feels pretty good. You, you jump, you hit, and everything seems like easy and then as, as Shelby uh, was saying very early on you encountered the death character and he's trying to stop you from attacking your your own kind because you're like half your half-breed or half-vampire or human I think is a damper. I think is the, um, the term and and then uh, the guy removes you from all of your gear and now you're back to hitting stuff with your fists and, and they take like like 50 hits uh, but very early on, you, you get you get a short sword, but it's not as strong. So you get that feeling of you have to, like, slowly build up to that that level of strength that you, you were exposed early on. And you start getting those glimpses of the exploration part because, yeah, you, you start and you go from left to right. Actually, the game starts you going to the left, which is, I guess, good. But then you go... From left to right, to right to right, and then go. You go up, and then you go left, and then and then you're all of a sudden like every uh, chamber you're going into this like zigzagging form, and and it's cool, it's good. Uh, the problems that I had with this game is that sometimes you have different options to go up, down, left, right, but you also are struggling with the enemies because you're not strong enough to beat them in in like one or two hits. Sometimes they take three or four hits and every time you get hit you get bumped into the opposite direction so you get like recoiled into space right so you're making a jump and then you you get hit in, in the middle of the air you then so you lose control of the character and then very often what happens is like between those ricochet things uh, you get hit one time you get hit twice and then thrice and then all of a sudden you're dead so you're trying to to explore but you're also trying to you know learn the patterns of of combat and trying to get uh, to, to hit the enemies and stuff like that. And, and it's not bad. It's not bad design at all. It's just hard, right? And it's hard to to a point where, like, it was hard to me, and I consider myself really mm, capable in this genre, like jumping and hitting stuff, you know, to the... I, I, I grew up doing these kinds of things. I'm not a, a new, oh, although this this was my first time playing this game, but I know these aesthetics, but it's hard. So, it's not a complaint, it's just something that is going to factor in my ultimate damage. So, the, the game is interesting enough. Um, you go through the castle, sometimes you can go through some parts of, of, of the castle, and sometimes you can't because you need some power up like double jumping or some relic to open like enchanted doors. And I uh, at some point, I, I gained a, a relic, I think it's called, to transform into a wolf which was pretty uh, useless in my experience because the wolf, I mean, I mean I, I, and I was telling Erica, like, what would you imagine if you can transform into, into a wolf, right? And I showed her, this, this is how the character moves. He moves this way, he jumps this much. And if you transform into a wolf, then what do you think it happens? And my wife's reaction was like, well, at the very least, you should be able to jump higher. Well, the opposite happens. When you transform into, into a wolf, you're slower, you're heavier, you don't jump as much. And your attack is, like, like growling a little bit. So I don't know what, what the use of the wolf was. Uh, I didn't uh, get to, to a point where I could find out. And it, I think from what I was, like, at certain gates, you you find, like, a gate that says only mist can pass. I, I, so I guess you can transform into a mist, and you can transform into a bat or something, because I saw the other Alucard transforming into a bat. So there's a lot of power-ups. There's a lot of weapons. You can actually equip a weapon on both hands, the game is very interesting it's good mm, it's hard so if I had to damage it, I'm kind of torn I'm kind of torn because I want to do I, I want to go f- half damage because the game is is definitely a game I wouldn't recommend to to any player. But the game is so historically relevant, and I can see how this game was was like a role model or, or like a prototype or, or an archetype, rather, for a lot of other games. So, and I think I, I'm going to go one core damage, but with the caveat that people out there, if you are looking for an experience that uh, rewards exploration, a game that is hard, like old school kind of hard, then sure. I mean, go for it. It's a really interesting game. It looks good. It holds up. You're gonna have a lot of fun exploring the castle, but you need to have like patience, and you need to have a lot of exposure to this kind of hard because it's it's hard that doesn't really exist anymore. Maybe in some games I haven't played, uh, like Dark Souls, which is a game that people say it's it's hard. Maybe it is that kind of hard, but games nowadays are not hard in that way. So you have to really spend a lot of time doing stuff that I felt that at points it it was kind of cheap. It was kind of like okay, so I know they're doing this just to to make the game longer. You know what I mean?
1: Um, so you can see that. So that's my long rant about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, I mean, we're allowed to go over an hour. We don't always have to make it. It's good. Cause it means we have lots to say about it. That's a good topic. A sign of a good topic, Lef. You did good yeah. kid. Yeah, good.
3: <laughs> and I just want to touch on the fact that yeah, there's a lot of other Castlevania games out there that we haven't even touched on. Like there's the the 3D Castlevania games that are. I know there's there's a few for 360 that came out, and then there's the N64 ones. Um, and and I'm glad Seiji. I was going to bring it up now, but it makes more sense to talk about Rondo Blood before Symphony of the Night in um, Dracula X. So you know, there's a lot of these different Castlevania games that we didn't really have a, ch- a great chance to touch on. But we, I kind of want to go through the progression and and the biggest thing for me is that yeah if you look at symphony of the night you know that was the start of the metroidvania which kind of dominated the castlevania games for the next you know upteenth titles um like say you said like order of ecclesia and i was that that for ds order of ecclesia yeah yeah and i played uh sonata or eternal sonata for um i think it was what it was called for ds which is very metroidvania probably very there's also,
1: similar. there's a lot of this Portrait of Ruin and yeah. Dawn of Sorrow. I don't know if you guys mentioned that one. Yeah. 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 So like
3: the, them, those right? are all the yeah, Metroidvania ones. And those were all DS, right?
1: Yeah. I yeah yeah I think um, so
3: th- those ones kind of is what dominated the castlevania until they kind of switched to the I'm, i've never played the new ones um i knew that there's at least one for 360 i think there's two there's a few um yeah, yeah i've Just never three even as well. touched those so i i can't comment on them but i have played the one for
1: 64 which was
3: terrible um, well halloween's coming
1: up this year so maybe maybe we'll one of these where you can tackle one we'll of these three castlevanias
3: but the one one thing that's really cool uh, in playing Simon's Quest Two, which is the one that I played that I've never played before, is that you know it's easy to look at. at, at uh Symphony of the Night and be like, this is when they became Metroidvania, but this was actually attempted on a much lower scale in Simon's Quest, um, which is kind of funny to see that they did Castlevania 1, very st- standard side-scroller, and then they mixed it up for 2, and then 3 and 4 were very back-to-basics, and then it wasn't until much later that they kind of tried to redo what they did in, in, in Simon's quest, and that was the success of Symphony of the Night. So you do see some of the elements that are present in Castlevania two emerge but perfected in Symphony of the Night. And then as Seiji says, they even refined it further in Order of Ecclesia, you know, from what he could tell.
1: So, uh, yeah, Castlevania. Castlevania. All right, we should wrap up. Wrap it up. Bonus Barrel, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, and... Now, Cartridge Club forums. That's awesome. I'm actually <laughs> glad they made that. Uh, in fact, I guess it's been there for a while. Uh, so I'm going to start checking that out more often so if people want to drop the recommendations and stuff like like you guys said. Uh, I'll see them at least, too. So Yeah, we'll try to be more, I'll try to be more active that. Maybe, Lef, you could make an account or something. Yeah, I already have one. Show up every once in a while. Like, me too. This is lecture. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, CartridgeClub.org. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you for listening. This is Shelby.
0: You. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is Rock. <wrong.
0: laughs> and Shelby.
1: Left. Sage.